Well, as we begin to head to the exit on the pandemic, let's just hope that that's what it is. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But as we move towards, at least in Canada, hopefully in North America, the exits of the pandemic, we start to start thinking about travel and what we're going to do going forward. And I don't know about you. Let me just tell you a quick story. And you tell me whether your experience was somewhat the same. When the pandemic dropped on us in March of 2020, it was so disorienting. It was so unnerving. That I think for a lot of us, we just decided, you know what, I think, I, I, I think I'm just going to have to reach in here into this cupboard for a little help from my friend, Mr. Glenn Livett. And you'll recall, as things began to shut down, I don't know if you did this too, I was like, oh, they, man, they're going to close the LCBO. And so I started bulk ordering. Like, I was like, I'll never be able to get booze again. Uh, and then I started ordering, you know, cases of wine from wine producers because I'll never get wine again. And so suddenly, here in the midst of this, this crisis where everybody's freaking out, I've got the best stock bar of my life. Like booze is everywhere. Because I'm like, well, I better, get, I better get it now. And so, you know, Tuesday night, you just start to reach for the, for the shard. And then Wednesday, man, things are weird. Did you see the Dofo show today? Pass the Pinot. Right? And day in and day out. And then you just think to yourself, well, now hold on. Hold on. It turns out that Mr. Livett and his friend, Mr. Fiddick, are not actually my friends. Every time they come over to the house, I think they're going to make me feel better. Initially they do, but they leave the place in an absolute mess. And then I have to spend all this time cleaning up afterwards. So, you know, as I don't know for you, for me, what happened is when we started getting to the second wave, I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing This is not a way to cope with this. So I put the heavy, heavy brakes on it. Put the heavy brakes on it, and I banished those guys, the Glens, Mr. Beam, banished. But then we start moving into vacation time, and I start thinking about what am I going to do in terms of going on a vacation, and do I want those guys to come on a vacation with me? Let me drop some details on you. A journal of the American Medical Association found that Americans were drinking 14% more in the previous year than they were before that. But a poll in June of 23,000 people showed that 29% of respondents actually planned to take an alcohol-free trip after the pandemic. And 47% of people in an American Express poll said that wellness and mental health were among their top motivators for travel in 2021. So suddenly a sober vacation isn't a thing just for a 12-stepper. Maybe it's something that you're interested in as well. My next guest is Winston C., Travel expert, journalist. Welcome, Winston. Is, is, is sober travel on the climb? Well, good afternoon, Alan. And yes, it absolutely is. I think more and more people, including myself, Alan, uh, I feel like my bars are a little bit lighter after this pandemic, and people are looking for a little bit of a cleanse. A cleanse. Now, see, pre-pandy, if you had said that to me, I would have thought that maybe you're some kind of yoga nut and maybe you're going for <laughs> high colonics, and I'm not down with that. I'm pa uh, hard pass. But I think, I'm, I think my attitude is changing. 
Absolutely. And when we take a look at some of the flight networks, including the ones here in Canada, Air Canada, WestJet, Sunwing, and you look at the destinations that are starting to pop up as popular destinations, we're seeing a decline in the party cities, cities like New Orleans, for example, not as popular, still not back on the flight network. But when you look at other cities like uh, Costa Rica, uh, Tulum, if you want to look at Mexico, those are skyrocketing in popularity. And this is piggybacking off of a trend called wellness tourism, cleanse vacation, sober travel, um, something that's valued at around $736 billion and expected to grow another $300 billion through 2024. And the idea is you ditch the alcohol for your mental health. All right. So if I can't have a cerveza on the beach... Uh, what am I doing? I, I just I, I it's become so ingrained in my idea of a vacation that I I have a hard time thinking about going on a vacation without it. Well, the idea is that you're connecting with people and it could be strangers. It could be your family. And uh, this uh, article here from The New York Times uh, that we're referencing some of these uh, statistics from here, um, there's there was a party called Daybreaker and it's it's been buzzed about all around the world. Uh, It happened in New York City the other week uh, on the edge, which is uh, this glass platform looking out over the city. And as the sun rises, People are wearing these headphones that are playing music and people are just dancing with strangers, but nowhere to be seen at this party is alcohol. And this party is so popular that they're launching in Miami, San Diego, Berlin, Portland, and even here in Toronto coming up soon. And the idea is no booze. You're just connecting with one another and having a good time. Okay, okay. Some people might look at that and think, okay, sure, yeah, you're not having any booze, but how about the edibles? Because maybe there's something else going on. Well, that, uh, I believe, when it comes to this party, that is not allowed. But when you look at other places, uh, you know, if you go to Mexico, I'm sure it might be a little bit of a different scenario. Uh, But it also, um, as, as this trend starts to grow, we're seeing more and more bars and restaurants grow their list of mocktails. Mocktails are no longer just the the drink because you're not consuming alcohol. It's becoming this really trendy thing where you're finding tea mixes, juices, um, a a growing list of non-alcoholic wines um, that you could barely differentiate whether there's alcohol or not in it. You drink it and it tastes exactly the same, uh, but you don't have the buzz. And after this long pandemic, I think people are looking for a little bit of a a disconnect here to recharge on their mental health and step away from their screens, their their smartphones, their Zoom screens, and just kind of get back to nature. Oh, I hear that. That's 100%. And I think that I, I, I'm, you know, maybe, again, maybe it's only me, but I think, you know, there were some bad habits that got picked up uh, in the early part of the pandemic. And I think if, you know, if you examine your own, you know, ex- you know, your own conduct, I'm, and I'm just speaking just generally to everybody out listening out there, maybe you're in the same boat and you think, well, just because I'm going on a vacation doesn't mean I have to return to all those bad habits. Absolutely. And it, it's definitely for me personally, I've definitely spent a lot more time looking at the habits that I've um, developed over the pandemic, whether that's my connection with technology, my social connections, um, and my relationship with things like alcohol. 
Um, that's something that we're spending a lot of time looking at. And when it comes to wellness tourism, the idea is that you disconnect from all of it and you work on uh, things like your mental health and your fitness. And that is why this 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 industry is blooming so, so much. And uh, there are many resorts in Costa Rica that sell you exactly that. And they are booked out through next year because mm. so many people want to jump on one of these vacations. All right. So if Costa Rica is not uh, an option in the short term, uh, give me a couple other options or ideas of places to go looking for wellness uh, vacations. Well, many uh, families, uh, for example, will fly into Cancun and you can take a short drive down to Playa del Carmen. If you go a little bit further, Tulum is a very popular destination for Canadians who want that kind of a recharge without going all the way to Costa Rica. And you can have that um, that yoga retreat, if you will. And it's no longer this hippy-dippy uh, vacation anymore that all these yogis are just embarking on. Every day people are doing this, and it's so that you can put your phone away, put the alcohol away, and just focus on life and being one with the earth all over again. It's, it's very popular. Winston, so great to talk with you. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. That is Winston C., who's a principal at Winston C. Media, who's a um, a writer uh, and a travel expert talking about wellness vacations.